What's in the way of us being sexually intimate? If there's issues in our relationship, let's address them. But again, if we have no margin in our lives and we are hurrying back and forth, then you can't talk about sex in five minutes. <laughs> and it's funny how it does feed mm-hmm. each other. So the healthy side right. and margin of our relationship mm-hmm. feeds our sexual relationship, but yep. our sexual relationship also feeds that. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. Welcome back to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. Yeah, we're Joe and Tara Buchanan. And thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, today we're mm-hmm. talking about the importance of margarine. Yes, we need, no, we need more margin. Oh, margin, <laughs> my bad. We don't even eat margarine. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we get started, I did want to say a huge thanks to Samaritan Ministries. They are our amazing sponsor. And if you don't know a lot about them, they have this unique member-to-member sharing approach. It is affordable with a sharing program that could fit your budget. And you could join today. There are no network restrictions. You can find out more at SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So we need margin. Margin. And when I think of margins, I think of my papers. I like Mm. papers a lot. And how much space you have on the outside of your paper. Do you have an opinion on that, Joe? Well, not just the outside, but even inside. Like even, like if everything's squished together, it's hard to read. And yeah. Sometimes I'm making like a certain document or like a certain presentation, right? You have a certain Mm. like letter you're doing for work or something. And you can't fit it all in except for like five lines. You're like, I want this all to fit on one page. So you have a real quick you know, work around. You just go into your document and you make the margins from an inch on each side yes. to a half an inch on each side. You're like, yes, it all fits. But you look at the paper and you're like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't. doesn't look right. You're like, there's just no space in between the tops and the bottoms and the sides. And I feel like that's sometimes how our life can be, that we want to just keep adding more stuff to our lives. Mm. And we just kind of go more to the right margin. We only need quarter inch on the bottom. We can get away with a quarter inch on the top too, right? <laughs> And everything, suddenly you have so much stuff squished in the page. Right. And then we start squishing stuff into mm-hmm. the page. And then all of a sudden there's less rooms to fix or less fix, room to yeah. fix mistakes when you have them because you can't go back. Because the margin is kind of nice when you have empty white space in your paper. If you are using that paper for something to make a note or make a comment. And if it's all squished in there, you're like, mm-hmm. there's no room to breathe. Right. Like, let it just breathe. And I struggle with claustrophobia mm-hmm. anyway yep. and when i see a document that doesn't have margins mm-hmm. right and and kind of everything is all there's no there's no white space yep. in the middle and all of that i can start to feel a little bit like that panic setting well in. and how do you feel when you open up your calendar and every single day has got appointments from beginning to the end of the day mm. <laughs> in fact i i have been known to write the word nothing on my calendar to ske- actually schedule margin into my well, day in, in theory though then joe you really should have nothing just have like a blank square and i do keep a paper calendar now for that reason it's nice visual to say which day has something in it and which day has nothing and i think it's important that we have days with margin that things are not already scheduled and we have that free space to see what's going to happen i know i think as humans we buy into this idea that Mm -hmm. we can do it all Mm -hmm. and we can do it all well right and we forget that or at least i do sometimes that the more that you put on your plate the less quality all Mm -hmm. of those things Well, the culture around us often says, you know, do more, fit it all in, and more is better. And there's a feeling like busy is good. Yeah. Right? That if you're busy, it's like, oh, you're doing something important. And that leads us to forget about this idea that when we Mm -hmm. say yes to something, we really should be saying no to other things. That if I say yes to too many things, I can never do those things with the same kind of quality I could if I had margin in those yeses. Well, I think we're a superhero somehow, right? And we can be all things to all people. But it reminds me of you, Joe. I know sometimes you've had the kind of job where you feel like, okay, I need to give more to my work and do a better job there. 
So you put more into your work, but you're like, okay, I'm now I'm stealing from my family, right? Mm. It's starting to leak into family time. Or you're spending maybe more time with family and maybe it's making some adjustments there, but going, oh, now I'm stealing from work. I'm not giving my all. So you almost sometimes feel like, okay, you're never quite in one place, but to be able to draw those margins somewhere to go, I have to make sure there's room for the things that are important to us. And it also helps, I think, at least for me, when there's proper margin and I don't always get it perfect, but then there's distinction between the pages. So mm-hmm. then there's a better distinction between home and better distinction right. between work where they're not all just kind of blending together, together, even though so much of our lifestyles and work and home these days, they do there, blend it, together. It feels like there's, there's no way it's space. I think there's always something clamoring, though, to come into those empty spots. If you have an empty spot in your life, you know, like whoosh, you know, it fills in. And obviously for us, Joe, we've had kids. We've been raising small children for many years and our kids are older now. But I feel like kids are big margin stealers. Like anytime you think you're free for a moment, mm-hmm. you're not, you know? So, and that's not, we're not saying push your kids out of the way, obviously, but to recognize that there's a level of energy and time that they need from us to go, okay, we got to make sure we properly care for our kids and our jobs. Same thing. They're like always going to be asking for more of you. And there's one more email to answer and one more <laughs> phone call to get to. Right. And I think going back to, our kids, it reminds me of a, of a moment I had with our son, Steve. Mm-hmm. And I do know that in life, what's interesting is, is the more that I give way to the margin, mm-hmm. the more things will fill it up. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's never an end to the things in our lives that are threatening to steal our margin. Yeah. That reminds me of the example of Jesus that, you know, he was very, mm-hmm. you know, he's a great example to follow, obviously with finding margin, like very mission focused very productive, spending his time wisely, obviously. But you see times in his ministry where he had to, you know, fill that margin. Because again, the issue for him of what would steal his margin is the crowds. Because when you have crowds following you around, always whining your attention, and what can you do for me? And what can you do for me? At some point he said, okay, crowds, we're leaving you behind. I got to go focus here with my people Mm. in that small circle. Right. So he had three that mm-hmm. were, I mean, if you're following his example, mm-hmm. um, there were three that were really close and he has 12 mm-hmm. that were really close and then the crowd. Mm-hmm. And so he created margin for those closer relationships. Mm-hmm. But then because of the margin he created, he also did yes. have time for the crowd. Exactly. So it's like putting all those priorities into the right order. But I love the fact that there was this feeling of going, I have to draw a line and say, now it's time for this. And now I'm going to unplug a little bit. It also reminds me too of, the story of you know Mary and Martha, which is the, the typical story we kind of go back to of saying, I'm busy, right? Yeah. I'm busy and I have stuff to do, 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 versus going sometimes we have to just say, you know, the greater gift is sitting with Jesus' feet and like being, right? And letting that margin kind of fill our hearts to say we don't have to always be doing as much as we possibly can, even though there is definitely a time to be doing. <laughs> well, and I heard, um, I heard a pastor once say we're not called human being. Mm-hmm. We're not called human doers. Right. We're called human beings. Right. And sometimes it feels counterintuitive to take that deep mm-hmm. breath and have that space and that margin, but that actually enables us, or at least I've noticed in my own life, it enables me to do the things mm-hmm. I need to do with greater capacity. Well, that reminds me, think of, that reminds me too of besides just the things in our life and the to-do list that can conquer our margin, I think sometimes the greater challenge that we have is the mental margin in our heads of the things that we're thinking about. You know, so you can have a day, let's say you don't have many commitments or responsibilities, but you are solving problems in your head, right? All day long. And there's just things weighing on you. And I think that's a harder thing to battle because you're, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, oh, I'm not busy today, but really you're carrying a very heavy load. 
Well, and the more things, especially on the lines of responsibility, mm-hmm. the more things that you're trying to tackle, yep. mm-hmm. um, the, the more problems yep. that you're trying to solve, mm-hmm. the, the harder that becomes. Because one of the things that we talk about a lot and probably one of our bigger struggles when it comes to margin is mental capacity. Mm-hmm. There are times when I have, I've created the space, right? right? Uh, we're not, we don't have anything on the calendar. We're both sitting on the couch and we're both looking at each other and we're talking but I honestly, because of the things that are going on, I don't have that mental capacity mm-hmm. in that moment to be able to digest the things that, that we're needing to digest. And mm-hmm. so I think sometimes it can look good mm-hmm. uh, from the outside, right? It right. Can, we can look like we're doing the right things. But if I'm not creating that, that mental space as well or that mental margin, then it can can be just as detrimental. Because some of that could be our calendar, the things we were committed to, the things we have to do. Again, you're you're not at work and you're home, but you're thinking about work, right? You're mm-hmm. not doing the thing, you know, or kind of the whole thing at two in the morning. You are so busy thinking about the stuff you need to think about, right? Because you just can't put things to rest. But I think, and it's the same thing with people in your life too. You can find yourselves with too many people's problems mm-hmm. in your life and you're worrying on everyone else's problems. And somehow we have to create that margin in our mind to say, okay, I've got to decide how I fill my mind so that I'm not, I have no energy. Basically, we're talking about our marriages, right? So I have no energy for you and you come home or I come home with me, you know, hey, Joe, talk to me. And you're like, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just mentally can't think of one more thing. And so it interferes our marriage. We don't have that mental margin in us. And sometimes it's even hard to articulate mm-hmm. that because I, you're just full. Mm-hmm. You're saturated. Right. So where does the, you know, where does it go? It just kind of bounces off. Um, I think too, sometimes it's hard, at least for me to know how do I properly take care of my friends, right? How mm-hmm. do I properly be a good friend, be a good father, a good husband, and yet still be able to create margin? Mm-hmm. Because like I said, it, the problems in the world and the the problems that people face, I think there's never really an end mm-hmm. right. to some of those. In fact, I had someone say to me one time, whatever that one thing is that's yeah. consuming your thought processes we always think as soon as this is settled, whether it's a health right. issue, a financial scare, whatever it is, once this is solved, we're going right. to be so much better. Yeah. And then when that gets solved, it just, something else comes in yeah. and fills the space. It was and like episode, episode 11, right? Yeah. Things will slow down next week, right. Right? right? So that's we do have to be protective of, again, the things that we are mentally caring. And it reminds me of uh, the years that we did marriage ministry. We did a weekly marriage group with, you know, four to six couples and, you know, in a calendar wise, it wasn't a huge commitment, you know, maybe three to four hours on one night of the week that we'd go to group and meet and all this stuff. But we knew in our head we were taking on a mental, hmm. mental load of going, okay, we have these people in our lives now that are sharing, you know, very intimate parts of their marriages and they're going through some really tough times. So we had to clear our schedule, not just that night of the week that we met, right? Yeah. We had to clear, we had to have some margin in our weeks that time because we were carrying a heavy load of the people in our lives. And again, we couldn't do that for a hundred people, right. right? Hey, a hundred people. Um, in that situation, it was just a small group. And so I thought it taught us a lot about margin going, hey, if we want to effectively serve these people in our lives that God has given us to encourage, we have to have space for them. We, you know, that we had, we couldn't have so many of their problems in our mind that we could not be an encouragement to these other people. There's no way that we could have properly invested mm-hmm. in their lives if we didn't have margin to do that and and even doing things like that taught us Mm -hmm. the importance of margin we're going to take a quick break to hear from our amazing sponsor just one minute and then we're going to come back and talk about kind of how no margin impacts (laughs) our relationship but first a word from samaritan ministries 
When it comes to your health care, what are some words you would use to describe your experience with them? Comfort? Peace? Confidence? Well, at Samaritan Ministries, those are just some of the words our members use frequently when a health care need arises, like these friends. In 2016, we found out that our youngest son, Asher, had cancer. I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who ended the call saying, let's just pray about this. When it does hit you and you really wonder what's going to happen, it worked. Interested in becoming part of a growing, caring community of Christians who not only faithfully share each other's medical needs each month, but also support each other with prayer and encouragement? It's affordable, and you can join today. If you'd like more information, visit us at SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So, Joe, I know in our marriage, when we, we don't have margin or either of us are in a place where we're being stretched, we can notice it right away. Mm-hmm. And I notice it mostly in you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> when I am being pulled in too many directions or my mental capacity is, is at you know, full I have so much less patience for you. I just have no patience. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't help you out right now. Just figure it out yourself. (laughs) And I think I'm the same way when it comes to patience. But one of the things that I've been able to kind of recognize, and sometimes in full disclosure, you have to help point it out, Mm -hmm. but I do get more annoyed. I I get easily annoyed. Preach it. Yeah. When there's no margin. (laughs) And and sometimes it's so funny because the answer is so obviously Mm -hmm. right in front of us. And I still am annoyed that I can't get more things in. I can't get... I can't figure out how to do more instead of going, maybe the answer is actually taking a step back. and mm-hmm. The most basic so, of yes, tasks. I can, I can be annoying right. and I can definitely get annoyed when I... And we, we feed this culture of annoyed, right? The most right. simple thing we have to do, the simplest little setback, you know, you turn the sink and it doesn't work. You know, everything is annoying. And I definitely, unfortunately, become less graceful mm-hmm. in the way that I ask for your help. Right. I become more demanding. Right. We both feel a sense of, you know, what we owe each other. And my biggest fault when I know I have margin and I've put my plate too full of things is I get hurried. I can hurry <laughs> with the best of them. Like I got, but I know when I hurry through things, I drop things mm. and you know, I'm hurting out the door and I forget to turn off the stove. I don't, mm. I do that one time, but I hurry through things. And I know Joe, when we're, we're both feeling pressured. You don't want to be hurried, right. but we feel that sense of going, we have to hurry. Otherwise we're not going to fit it all in. And then we both feel Stressful. Well, what ends up happening is is one of ours. So your lack of margin impacts my mm-hmm, margin right. and my lack of margin impacts <laughs> your margin. And, and especially in the hurry thing, because then I start feeling like my margin is being mm-hmm, enough. Yes. And, and maybe it's my lateness or mm-hmm. lack of on-timeness that's caused your margin <laughs> to be... But those I have are a things, schedule. Right. We have to keep it. So I, I've learned not to really uh, say, hey, you should slow down, but <laughs> more like, hey, how can I help? Yes. Like yeah. I have too much to do. But for real, Joe, I think in our marriage, and we, we've always tried to protect our margin. We've always tried to have that white space to spend together. It's been mm. a priority for us. But now we're at the point where we know a really good barometer of way to know, are we too busy? Is we have enough white space in our lives? And usually if we have no margin... Another big thing for us is we our sexual intimacy sort of makes a little dip yeah. and we lose a little bit of our rhythm and we just start going, uh-oh, we're a little bit not where we're supposed to be with the time that we're intimate together. And it's because sexual intimacy takes time and mental capacity. <laughs> it takes intentionality mm-hmm. and it takes focus. There are so mm-hmm. many barriers to growing a healthy, 
mm-hmm. a mutually satisfying sex life. Unfortunately, there just are so many barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, early on, one of the very first barriers that we encountered was um, working through the obstacle of the trauma that mm-hmm. I brought into our relationship. Right. And that's something that just took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. There is no substitute for a lot of time that we had to invest into our emotional side of our relationship while we are working on the physical side as well. And we talk about that quite a bit in episode 14 and 15 is kind of our story that we go into more depth there. But we needed margin mm-hmm. to fully understand how that trauma impacted mm-hmm. the sexual part right. of our relationship and mm-hmm. the uh, intimacy as a whole. Right. It's not like, hey, can we talk about our sex life? I've got five minutes. Right. You know, it's something that has to have that breathing room because those harder conversations have to happen in a time where there's space to open up about those things. So I am so thankful, Joe, that we did have the time to invest in that time period so that now we're in a much healthier place. And I'm so grateful that you were willing to put the work mm-hmm. in, Tara. And it was a lot of work and it is paying off because I think there's there's this misconception, at least I had this misconception mm-hmm. that you get married and bam, mm-hmm. that part of your life falls together perfectly. Well, there's, we say like sex is a gift. Right. You know, I mean, that all you have to do is open it and it's there. And it's like, no, I think it's a gift you have to kind of earn, <laughs> right? It's like a long long process. And it reminds me of like when you get a gift that is not ready to use right away. You know, (laughs) it's like you get a hat for Christmas and you put it on. You're like, good. Uh, We've had those gifts for our kids, Joe, where we're like, oh no, (laughs) this is not going to get done. What does that instruction manual look like? Like 257 pages and how many steps are we going to have to get to the end of this thing? So I feel like that's a little bit of our story. Like it was a long process, but every page that you finish one more step, you're like, we're closer. We're going we're gonna to figure this out eventually. Right. And along the way, there, there are pieces in that instruction manual that don't even look like they belong <laughs> with whatever it is that you're putting together. And you're like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And it's not really taking shape. But all of a sudden, you start getting these glimpses mm-hmm. of what it's going to look like. And then you start mm-hmm. getting excited. And even the kids get excited when we have done these projects mm-hmm. with them. And then you get to the point where it's really starting to take shape. And then you're mm-hmm. you're like, can't wait to get the But again, the that first together. time we get that, that instruction booklet... You know, you can't fit it in on Christmas Eve. Like Christmas Eve's no time for that. But you're like, okay, Dad, what's the first day we have to work on this? And you have to have that time to really say, okay, we have to look at these pictures. Which which diagram are we talking about? And I feel like my instruction booklet for you was like written in Chinese. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, like, this isn't even like in English. I was going to say, <laughs> we, the instruction manual actually is a good analogy, except I do believe that when you bring baggage like mm-hmm. trauma into a mm-hmm. marriage relationship, it is in a different language, that mm-hmm. manual. So now all of a sudden you're trying to piece these pieces together and you can't even, it's not even in English. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what does this even mean? Um, and that's where I'm really, really, really grateful we have uh, a perfect translator. Mm-hmm. And, and that is in our relationship with God that we were mm-hmm. able to go back time and time again and say, God, we're not mm-hmm. getting this. We're not understanding this. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't go as easy as our Page culture 13. says it Took should. a long time, right? right? <laughs> Everything that we've we've kind of brought in, God, how do we make mm-hmm. this work? And I'm so grateful that God was number one patient with us, but also gave us wisdom beyond mm-hmm. our years to figure some of that stuff out. Right. And now, you know, our barometer says, hey, we're in a good place. And like every day that we see that, hey, we're in a good place. It's just that that gratefulness to God saying, hey, he brought us through. We got to the end of the booklet. I don't know if we're at the end of the booklet, but we're mm. getting, you know, no, closer. Never, never done. We're always right? growing. Yes, we're always growing. But we can still get tripped up by the best of them when we lose at margin again, because margin is kind of helped with how we got there. And you say when we are too busy, it's like, I'm tired. And we're like, no, this is the gift we've earned. Like, okay, let's let's go for it. 
and you find yourself just going, well, tomorrow, wait, we don't have time tomorrow. When are we both going to be free and not tired? We're too busy. Well, and then when you don't have margin, you don't have closeness Mm -hmm. as much. It really hurts your closeness. And when it hurts your closeness, then growing our intimacy really does Mm -hmm. suffer. Because there's so much behind the scenes, right, of a healthy sex life, of that emotional investment that we have during the day and during the week. And it might Mm -hmm. be in small moments, in five minutes. It might be those hour-long walks that we have. And all those small building blocks go into help us get, you know, sexual intimacy at a really good place. But again, we need that emotional margin to be able to effectively um, be close to each other and feel connected. Yeah, and we have to be in the same place. Yeah, we have to, at the same time. <laughs> right, at the same time. Because it really um, doesn't work be, otherwise. And we have to be alone too. Yeah. So that's a whole other situation, right? Um, but there, there is a gift to enjoy that aspect of our relationship and not to hurry it along or right. kind of get through it or try to... Mm-hmm to move it aside because we've got all this other stuff that has to get done. Well, it reminds me of, you know, if you have the cult of busyness and you're too busy and they'll say, oh, I'm so busy, I haven't sat down to eat, right? And you're eating hamburgers in the car and you're standing up in the kitchen eating while you're doing things. Mm -hmm. And anyone would say, that's not a healthy place to be. Mm -hmm. If you cannot sit down and have a meal during the day, for 15 minutes, you're too busy, right? So I feel like the barometer of our sexual intimacy is saying, hey, if we're too busy, that we don't have you know, time to connect in that way. We really feel very close together and all that. Then we're too busy. It's a gift to enjoy, just like God gives us food to enjoy. Like, man, this is this is what we've always wanted to have. We need to prioritize it so we can make the most of it. And we're missing out on, on the true aspects of the gift mm-hmm. when we uh, use it with no margin or we try to hurry through it right. or we don't facilitate some of the other things that God wants with mm-hmm. that. And that's the closeness, emotional mm-hmm. closeness. That's uh, all the, uh, so many other things that play into that of, of having a healthy relationship. And it also helps the barometer, not just how much time are we too busy, but also barometer of our relationship in general, right? Like the question we asked, are we okay, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a constant way to touch base saying, hey, are we okay? Like, oh yeah, we are okay. Even maybe when things around us are crazy and we're stressed from certain things, it's a way to telling each other, we're okay. I got you, you got me, we're in this together. And I love that feeling. And when our margins are healthy Mm -hmm. and our our relationship is healthy, there is a rhythm to our life. Mm -hmm. And when that rhythm gets out of whack, it doesn't have to get out of whack much for either one of Mm -hmm. us to recognize it. And that's when we come back and we just ask that question, are we okay? When when our margins are off so bad that we don't recognize Mm -hmm. that our rhythm is off, that's when I think we're in, in some trouble that we've got to really sit down and get that figured out. Well, and I think if we're off our rhythm too, then we all the other stuff happens too where I have less reason to give you benefit of the doubt, right? And we're less graceful with each other. And so kind of it can be a catch-22 where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's get ourselves back on rhythm, you know, before we start making things worse. And so I love that we have that as a barometer. And again, it doesn't set the temperature, it just tells us where we're at. And so if we're in a good place, we're in a good place. But if things start getting a little off, then we're like, ah, uh, Maybe we should figure out what's happening in our day-to-day life or what's happening between us relationally. Because if there's something, if there's a hurt between us that's causing us to say, oh, let's hold off on that, then going, okay, this is something we have to address. And sometimes with lack of margin, we can't fully talk about the hurt. Mm -hmm. We can't fully get to the bottom of that hurt because sometimes... I think you want to share something with me where I've hurt you, but if I don't give you margin or space or a little bit of time, then you mm-hmm. don't want to bring that up or right. you're that the, I get insensitive if I don't yep. have that time. 
And so if you don't feel like you have proper space mm-hmm. to be able to share with me, then those things don't get resolved. Mm-hmm. And they do play into other aspects of Right, because if I start having a list of stuff going, we haven't discussed that or I'm upset about this, then yeah, sexual intimacy is going to be farther from our list because we're going, we still haven't figured out this other stuff, right? So we try to like nip those things in the bud and go, okay, what's in the way of us sexual, you know, being sexually intimate? If there is issues in our relationship, let's address them now. But again, if we have no margin in our lives and we are hurrying back and forth and you can't talk about sex in five minutes. <laughs> right. And it's funny how it does feed mm-hmm. each other. So the healthy side right. and margin of our relationship mm-hmm. feeds our sexual relationship, but yep. our sexual relationship also feeds that. And sometimes it is just lack of margin. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Jeff Foxworthy, right? <laughs> Who said, uh, you know- You know when, you're old. Yeah, you yeah. know you're old yeah. when you have a choice between sex and sleep and you take sleep. Right. And sometimes we do that because there is no margin <laughs> in our lives, but I'm very grateful that we're not that old yet. <laughs> we're not old yet. Both things are good things and you want both of them equally. But yes. you're like, oh no, you know, like, and that's what I know if we're choosing too carefully, if I'm going, I really need sleep, that I'm like, okay, we need, we need some more margin. Well, and just like sleep gives us energy and a reset. It's the same with a healthy sex life. It mm. literally is good for us. Um, I don't like missing out on that good stuff because it gives us energy and a little pep in our step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the biggest thing is being intentional with our commitments, with our calendar, with our time and scheduling that white space in. It just it doesn't it doesn't happen on its own. And there are times mm-hmm. when our seasons get out of whack yeah. and we've got way too much pulling at us and our margins are low and we can't fix it in a day. Sometimes we have too many obligations. There's too many things going on, but we will sit down and we'll say, okay, on Saturday, we're going to set aside a little bit of time and we're Mm going to talk about this. What needs to change? What realistically needs Mm -hmm. to change on our calendar with our kids, whatever. Mental energy of things that we're we're holding in our head too much. Mm -hmm. And we'll sit down and, and kind of talk those things out. And sometimes if, if I've made too many commitments, if I've made too many missteps mm-hmm. in that way, or just kind of got gung-ho about yeses. something, mm-hmm. right? Too many yeses, then it may take a few weeks to a few months to really mm-hmm. kind of calm that down. But we begin immediately moving in that direction. Right. And I think, you know, margin is not so much about the, the you know, the quantity, the quality of time. We want to think, okay, let's schedule the quality time. But I think, Joe, in our marriage, I've seen this level of quality. To, not quality, I get it mixed up. Hey, quantity time yes. that it happens when you have that long stretch of time with no agenda, that stuff can just happen more naturally and, and, and organically. Like, it's just going to fill the space naturally without having to feel like, okay, we've got 10 minutes. I cannot even begin to count the number of times mm-hmm when we've sat down to have a conversation and we have no agenda, mm-hmm. we're just talking and it's like, we're just, just talking. Unimportant and details. Unimportant, yeah. completely <laughs> unimportant. And 10, 15 minutes into the conversation comes the real question. Right. And right. we see this with our kids. Mm-hmm. I, I tuck the kids in at bed at night to spend a few minutes being crazy, goofy with them, whatever. And we're all talking and just having fun. And it's in that moment where we allow space to happen that the real questions will come. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, I think it, our daughter was young mm-hmm. and it happened with her. The first time I ever remember it, you say, I, we were talking on the couch. You're like, hey, I'm gonna go up and tuck Jolie in and just spe- spend a couple of minutes with her. And I was expecting you to return mm-hmm. in five minutes and you were gone over an hour <laughs> and you come back and you're like, I just had the most incredible mm-hmm. conversation. And Jolie was really young at the time. Yeah, and I wasn't planning it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the, the real meat of real conversation and real connection happened because you allowed that little bit of margin. Space, right. The things space. that need to be said are often not said first. Right. Right. We give it time. So I think when we have that quantity of time 
built into our days where we are having a chance to connect, then we can resolve those things that are in the way and we can you know, let our, our marriage grow. And you know, the reality is, Joe, <laughs> life reality, still happens. Right. Life still happens. And I you know we all have had seasons and some people have very, very long seasons of almost no margin. And you know, that's when hopefully you have a good support system around you to help if you are in a place where you're stretched that thin. Well, and I think also it's important because there have been seasons in our lives where I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both have whatever, it, we have a, a, an emergency, a work mm-hmm. emergency, whatever it is, and it pulls from us uh, more than just a few hours or a few mm-hmm. days. There, there are projects that come up and things that have to get done. And that's why I think it's so important for one of the things that we've done is is tried to create margin the majority of the time mm-hmm. so that when those yeah. seasons come up of emergency, mm-hmm. things that we we have to be, we do, we can't mm-hmm. get that margin, right. then we've, we're pulling from savings, if right. you will, from a, a resource that we've built up already. No, I love it, Joe. And again, it has paid off and it's a priority that the more that we build a margin into our lives, the more blessings I think that we have in our marriage. And I think it's margin all, all the time. So for you and I, if you're looking for any kind of concrete examples, one of the things that we made a decision to do uh, many years ago is get up early. And it doesn't have to be terribly early, but we get up early every morning and have coffee together. Uh, when I get home from work, we spend the first few minutes just uh, having a few minutes together. We'll just sit on the couch and and sometimes we don't say anything. We're just there. We're allowing that space. Uh, for conversation to have. Right. And when our kids were younger, it was tempting as parents to want to do all the things for our kids and have them sign up for something every day of the week. And we have four of them. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like just feeding and clothing them took almost all of our margin away. But the truth is, Joe, with me being a full-time mom, having that white space with you, my Mm -hmm. husband, was a real gift for me. It was getting that love and emotional support that I needed to be a good mom and just to be less stressed. Yeah. And and Honestly, I'd like to say that we've been perfect at it. Mm -hmm. We have not. In fact, the more that we get it right, the more glaring Mm -hmm. it is when we don't necessarily get it right, but it has paid off huge to be intentional. I agree. But what if sex is not even really a checkbox that's on Mm -hmm. our list, right? I mean, it's easy to kind of go, okay, let's get it on the list. It's so much more of not what we do, but so much of who we are, right? It's just us being together. And the more we learn to love each other, the better lovers that we are, the better that we cherish each other, you know, the more our sexual connection grows. It's really amazing. That's an excellent point. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and creating some margin to listen to the mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, we really somewhere in your life, that. you found yeah. a few minutes listening to us and we don't take that for granted. If you are enjoying our podcast, we'd love it if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating or come to our Facebook page. We're at Behind Our Smiles and we're on also on Instagram at Behind Our Smiles Pod. Yeah, five-star rating does help other people find the podcast as does your review and your review is really encouraging it to us as well. So thank you so much. I did want to say thanks to our uh, amazing producer, Mark Stubanger, does a fantastic job every week and also our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. They are a biblical solution to healthcare connecting hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who care for one another through prayer, encouragement, and financial support whenever a medical need arises. It is uh, affordable. There are no network restrictions. And if you want to find out more about Samaritan Ministries, you can even join today. You can go to samaritanministries.org smiles.